Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. It's really good to see you all. (laughs) It's good to have you here. Three weeks ago, as we gathered virtually for worship on Ash Wednesday, we were invited on a Lenten journey, a journey that would take us down a path that would take us down a path of fasting and prayer, works of love, and of course, repentance. Now, our reading from tonight, Psalm 51, those words I just read are a beautiful expression of repentance and rising out of darkness. This psalm is a profound reminder to you and me that repentance is more than simply saying, I am sorry. It is more than showing sincere remorse. It goes much deeper than that. At the very core, the word repentance means to turn around, to start over, to go in a new direction, to choose a different path a new course. Repentance is about reorienting ourselves back to God and the path that God would have you and me take, not necessarily the path that we are on. It is about reorienting ourselves and our behaviors to do what is right, to do what is healthy and faithful restorative and life-giving in our relationships with God and with one another. Now that said, the act of repentance can be rather overwhelming, especially if we sit down and we take an honest inventory of all the things that we have said and done, or not said, or not done, for that matter, that we need to change or do differently. For most of us, repentance is not easy because at its very core, it's all about vulnerability. It's about giving up control. It's about opening up our hearts and minds for all the world to see. It's about exposing and naming all of our flaws and all of our imperfections. In her book, Amazing Grace, award-winning poet, writer, and author, Kathleen Norris reflects on repentance. She writes a little bit as her time is working as a artist in residence at a parochial school, and she liked to read the Psalms while her students were working to inspire them in their work. But one of the things that she found as she was doing that, she would ask the children to write their own psalms. And what she discovered was that their psalms, their directness, their vulnerabilities were very similar to those of the psalms we find in the Bible. This is what she writes. Children who are picked on by their big brothers and sisters can be remarkably adept when it comes to writing cursing psalms. And I believe 
that the writing process offers them a safe haven in which to work through their desires for vengeance in a healthy way. Once a little boy wrote a poem called The Monster Who Was Sorry. He began by admitting that he hates it when his father yells at him. His response in the poem is to throw his sister down the stairs and then to wreck his room and finally to wreck the whole town. The poem concludes, Then I sit in my messy house and say to myself, I shouldn't have done all of that. My messy house says it all. With more honesty than most adults could have mustered, the boy made a metaphor for himself that admitted the depth of his rage and also gave him a way out. If that boy had been a novice in the 14th century monastic desert, his elders might have told him that he was well on his way toward repentance, not such a monster after all, but only human. If the house is messy, they might have said, why not clean it up? Why not make it into a place where God might wish to dwell? Then I sit in my messy house and say to myself, I shouldn't have done all of that. Sometimes we feel like monsters. The incredible insights we can learn from our children. In the remaining weeks of Lent, I invite you to clean up. To clean up one mess, just one in your house. Choose just one part of your life that you would like to repent, one part of your life that you would like to turn around, start over, go in a new direction, choose a new healthy course. Is there a relationship that you need to reorient yourself to, reconcile, repair, with a parent, a sibling, a spouse, a child, a friend? Do you need to reorient yourself in relation to your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health? In other words, how are you doing with you? Do you need to reorient your interactions with your family, with your neighborhood, your community? Do you need to reorient yourself, reorient your attitude towards work, towards retirement, or school? This Lent, reorient yourself back to God and the path God would have you take so that you may live out your faith in order to be the best for you and for the world and for all of God's creation. And remember, as you travel down that path, extend yourself 
a little bit of grace. And remember that you are loved and never alone in that journey. Because God enters into our lives and does indeed dwell there in our joys and in our vulnerabilities and in all of our messes too. He dwells there in order to give us love, comfort, and hope and leads us toward a more faithful and abundant life surrounded not in darkness but in his eternal light and life. Let it be so. Amen.